The following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Joey's at 307. Joey's at 307 is the Utica area's best for Italian fine dining. Located at 307 Mohawk Street in East Utica. Enjoy a revolving dinner menu, amazing seafood dishes, classic Utica Italian dishes, lunch specials, catering, and now serving beer and wine. Call them today to reserve a table at 315 315- Eight six four three five two seven. Joey's at three zero seven. You're gonna love it. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Ballwash.com. Stay protected from odors. In itch, the essential must-have product to keep your crotch fresh, feeling good, and smelling great throughout the day and throughout your workouts. Remember, guys, the fun doesn't have to stop in the shower. Get the funk off your junk. Use the promo code Members Only and get fifteen percent off all your sales. Use promo code Members Only for fifteen percent off. Again, that's Ballwash.com. Members only for promo code for 15% off. What's cracking, everybody? How you doing? It's Local Music Monday, live and direct from Disruption Network Studios. You can follow along on Facebook. You can follow along on Twitch. We're also live on YouTube. Share, like, comment, subscribe, all that social media lingo that you kids are accustomed to these days. Shout out to the sponsors. If not for the sponsors, this podcast isn't possible. So thank you so much to my good friends over at EJA Moving Services. You want a reputable moving service? You want guys that can do all the work for you? Call up Eddie and my guys today. Let them do the work for you. They, they give you boxes, they pack up your boxes, and they bring those boxes wherever they need to go. 315-335-0516 or hit them up online at ejamoving.com. Shout out to my good friends over at Joey's at 307. It's 307 Mohawk Street. If you want a good meal this week, that's the place to go. Call right now for reservations because they're booked up constantly. It's the talk of the town, and those guys are doing really, really good business over there on Mohawk Street. Give them a call today at 315 315- Eight six four three five two seven. I don't know why I have this gum in my mouth, but let me get rid of it. Give him a call today. Tell him Uncle Z sent you. Also, shout out to my good friends at Utica Coffee, Saranac Brewery, of course, my attorney Dave Longaretta, BallsyBallWash.com. Use promo code members only for a 15% discount. Get yourself some nut rub, some sack spray, all this stuff for your groin area. We like to take care of your groin area here around Local Music Monday. Also, big shout out to my boy Chillin' with the Rick. Check out his show right now. He's all over the place on YouTube and whatnot. Doing a little sponsorship. And also, last but certainly not least, is I got the man in the house with me today. I'm super excited for Sophista Funk and Friends, Saturday, February 18th at the Stanley Theater featuring Sophista Funk. And we've got a bunch of friends coming in. But Jack Brown is in the house with me right now. What's up, homie? It's great to see you, man. Thanks for taking the time. What's up, Z? It's good to be back. I'm feeling at home again. When was the last time you were here? I was trying to think about that. Oh, had to be like 2019. Yeah, it was before like, COVID. Yeah, I was like, well, we did the tribute to Eli Harris that was remote yeah and I was just thinking about him we were watching all those old videos and shouts to Eli uh, thinking about that and we were playing those songs we put together so thanks for helping me on that of course and man that was a awesome. great friend to Syracuse and our live music scene and I feel like there's a kindred spirit Utica Syracuse so I'm glad we can throw down like this and do a huge show in Utica it's always been that way I feel like I'm Syracuse's honorary son 
You well, know, you I got, got born and raised, but I'm always there. You got 315 in your phone number, exactly. so that's already a good start. Facts. And, you know, when it's all said and done, we zoom out the camera long enough. In the, There we are together next to each other on this earth. So we appreciate you, and you've always been a huge cheerleader and hyping up what we do. And I just love to come out here. We've done some great events back in the day. Yeah. And now Electric Company still lives on with the EC Radio podcast. <laughs> and now we're here to throw it down at the Stanley Theater, the biggest spot in the whole city, doing it right, the oldest theater, doing it super huge. We've definitely upgraded from Varick Street to Genesee Street. So it's going to be a great time. It's happening Saturday, February 18th. Tickets on sale. Plenty of tickets available. Go get your tickets, man. It's going to be a great show. And we've got a lot of announcements to talk about today because you've got some new guests coming. But before we do, I want to talk about what's been up with Sophistifun because you guys have been super busy lately. Yes, it's kind of crazy what happened. A lot of it, you know, we saw what was going on with small businesses and with local independent artists and people around the world. And one of those things was, what can we do to stay alive as a band to make sure that if huge opportunities come around, that we're still here for them? And that was you know, just plan number one from day one. We knew the score and we knew what had to be done. And you got to leave the lights on for the phone to ring. And lo and behold, all the work we've been putting in, flying out to California and doing all those television shows with our homie Guy Fietti, all of a sudden the phone call comes in. This was the beginning of last year to come be on his television show and be the house band Amazing. on a new game show. And we got to fly out to California and film this show with all celebrities representing different charities for a good reason being ourselves, making our music, being the soundtrack for the show. And it was such a whirlwind. I mean, we could talk about that for hours. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things that just every step you take as an independent artist can build and can become something like that. So once that happened, boom, it was like Sophista Funk is back. We started getting all these calls. We're going to be going out West Coast again. We're playing all these huge shows all year, so it's just very exciting time for us. But it all started with just putting our heads down and making sure that our message and our vibe was still here, still standing, bringing people together in a time of such great divide and such a, a, an era where people are being pitted against each other. Where's Sophistifunk always been? You know what I mean? Getting you down. Yeah. Together. Bringing the party. Let's go. And I feel like more than ever, this message and this vibe is needed. So we better be here and uh, stick to our guns and, and who we are. So. Out of all the tapings, first of all, watching you guys on game show night, I, I, well, those are my boys. Those are my boys. I get so excited. We get calls constantly. I'm it's sure crazy. you do. But is there one taping that stands out from the other? Okay, there's a couple. I'm I'll, sure. There's, there's got to be some monumental moments in your life. A couple shout outs I got to give. Well, first of all, you got to understand, we're filming for about three and a half, four hours for every episode. Right. And it's being boiled down right. into a 30, 40-minute show. So the truth is that there's so much happening, like in the commercial breaks and stuff. Like when it cuts to us and we're playing a song into commercial break, we would play that whole commercial break. We would be the ones, like, keeping the party going. So when you show up 10 o'clock in the morning, if it was a stale TV studio, then it's like... What are we doing? But instead, you were at a Sophistifunk concert, and you could just see the way the celebrities would come in, and already the vibe was strong. That's why you saw the drinks going around and yeah, people yeah. just loose and making jokes. So I just think there was some like input and contribution we were making that goes even beyond what you saw. And furthermore, if it was a commercial break, and say you were uh, like Brett Michaels was yeah. in the house. How cool is Brett, man? Super down to earth, super yeah. nice homie. We've I got to talk about times. Because, you know... Did you tell me from Syracuse? 
Yeah, yeah. He, he wants us to rock with him. I mean, it was just one of those things. So we decided to take it up a notch, and we did a hip-hop reggae version of Every Rose Has a Thorn during the commercial break. <laughs> and he lost it and was coming over, and he's like, I want to play with you guys. So then at the next commercial break, we came out and we did Unskinny Bop, and we had Tommy on the sax rocking with him, and he sang and performed it. So it was like every day was a show that was not happening for people to see, but that we were living and being part of it. So every day was a Sophistifone concert that was different. And that's what kind of brings me to, like you said, your, my favorite memory. My favorite memory, I mean, I'm originally from New Jersey, is Jay and Silent Bob when they showed up. I bet. Because Kevin Smith, you're talking about one of my favorite directors ever. I mean, just go through it. And people don't even, people sleep on Dogma. That's like an incredible movie right there. Mm-hmm. But um, when we got him there, we surprised them with the scene, the famous scene. I don't know if I get bleeped out or not, but the famous scene with the Morris Day and the Time, Jungle Love, uh-huh. how he does the rap into it. Yeah, yeah. We did all of that into the song, and they were singing along with us and going on, and they were hanging out with them, talking about tower egg sandwiches and chilling with them afterwards. So Jay and Silent Bob that day was just like a dream come true to just be hanging like that. And you can actually watch on that episode. I sneak into the studio audience. And I'm, like, in almost every scene because I just wanted to be, like, just there, you know, watching and everything. So that's, like, that day was incredible. Um, Penn and Teller we had a blast with. Those guys are so funny and crazy. And Penn is a musician, so he was coming over and hanging out and playing with us. And he actually did a song called The Thorazine Shuffle, kind of coming at the, like, um, that era and, and things. It was a very, like, politically-minded song. And I was, like... Let's do our own little version of it. And he was so flattered that he actually talks about it in his podcast. But most of all, we got to talk to Teller, who's a mime. Who never talks, right? He was just super down to earth and cool. And overall, I just kept seeing that people were really down to earth and cool people. They're representing these charities. So, um, and then, you know, another one that's so shocking, and I just got to bring it up, though, is that we... We got to spend a lot of time with one guest in particular who took such a liking to us and danced and had just great energy in this great episode. And his name is Stephen Boss, Twitch, mm-hmm. who just passed yeah. away. And, you know, there's just so, you know, and I, it's one of those things that hit us as a, as a family so hard because we had just spent time with him. And to see that other side, this was such a happy, glowing person. And yet, this is somebody who took their own life. And I just it, it just reminds you how poignant, when we're talking about mental health and we're talking about bringing people together, this is a time of such great disconnect. Yeah. And I know more about like what he was going through and things like that uh, publicly and, and just think, and privately, that it just makes me realize the depth of that. These people that we think are on this pedestal and they're great and they're doing great and they have everything going for them. There's so much more to it of what is actually going on behind the scenes in your own lives, in your own past, you know, and this is, you know, to me, music is not just having fun and partying as much as it is a great thing for us to do. The key is about connecting and inspiring each other Mm -hmm. and helping people through things like that. That's why my lyrics have always been about this. That's why the vibe has always been Sophistifunk, come and get down no matter what music you're into, no matter what you like. This is a a welcoming, inclusive space. And when I look at the music landscape nowadays, I'm like, man, we really need that. So that's where I think it all kind of lined up to be on the show with such a charitable vibe and light, you know, hearted and good-natured. 
But that seriousness is in our lyrics just like it's in reality. So I think that's the kind of the road we walk. And when things aren't going well in the world, who do you turn into? What art are Music. you? Yeah, are you always letting fill your soul and and change your perspective? So to me, it's like I could go up on social media, right, and say all these things, and everyone could start arguing and going back and forth, arguing semantics, arguing this and that. Or you could put it in the art, and the same people who'd be fighting are getting down together. Yeah, and you can create something universal that brings people from all spectrum together. So to me. That's my pledge, is to double down into this art, keep making this music, keep speaking my mind, speaking my truths and my freedoms, and put it out for the world to see. It's, it's All my breadcrumbs are there. You know what I mean? You want to learn about us? It's right there for us. And what's amazing is every little step along the way, I got called out to do this big charity event, and they all were looking back on our music and looking back on things and wow, you said that back then, and you said this in 2017, you said this in 2013. Uh, yep. That became very poignant and very... For right now. So that's why I say to any artist out there who's independent, this is what it's about. You you put yourself on the record. You put your tracks out there. You never know what's going to echo back and when it's your time. And that's how I really feel like it's the Fist of Funk's time right now. And that's why I get the call from my man Z, and he says, let's do the biggest show in Utica you ever did. Let's do the biggest show Fist of Funk has ever done with the most guests, with the most musicians on board. And I'm like, let's go. Let's start this year off right, 2023. As I called it, your coronation. Let's go. Right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Actually, I really would love to hear the Avery Rose has its store in broken down reggae style. I'd love to hear that one of, one of these days. Come Is to there a nice, a, you got a copy of it? Come to a sound check or, uh, yeah, well, I, somebody had to be recording. I saw a guy was out with his phone recording things. So, <laughs> I mean, he, and he's a huge homie. I just want to thank him so much for looking out and understanding our message and our vibe from day one and letting us be us. And bring us into his family. And it's like, there's never been an issue of like, say this, do this. It's always been like, we love you and what you do and what you bring. And that to me is true friendship and true mentorship. So, I mean, we could not be doing it without Guy. And that's just like, just another one of these incredible people who've helped us along this journey. Like you, bro. Over at uh, Sterling. Sterling Stage. All melted out yeah, saying, hey, melted. guys, I got to get you over to, to Utica. That's how it begins, man. I was all melted Festivals. out <laughs> Festivals are where it started, bro. Is that how you met Guy was through like his show coming to Funkin' Waffles? Yep. And what happened was we left him with a, a CD, and then um, we had come and take some pictures with him. And he went to his next gig, and we heard this from the producers and some of the camera guys who became our good buddies and actually worked on the same show. Mm-hmm. And they said that he went to the next one, and he was listening to every song. Rocking out, loving the music, switching to the next one. Then he got to this interlude, which is a poem. And I say a lyric in it where I say, um, I stared into my grandma's eyes and asked her why she had to die. She couldn't answer because the cancer made her agonize. So on a dragonfly, she tagged a ride into the afterlife. And he heard that line and he was very blown away because he had just lost his dear sister to cancer. And her name was Morgan. But they're from Northern California, Humboldt County, and they have, you know, great hippie culture up there and everything. So she was more like a Sophistifunk fan, even though we never got to meet her. But everyone knew her as Dragonfly, and that was her nickname. So when he heard that, he's like, wow, these guys can rock out. They can change styles. They got the hip-hop. They got the funk. They got the rock, the head nod, all of it. But they also have this depth lyrically and spiritually that connected with him and 
That's why he brought us to his house. We didn't know what we were going to go to his party. It turns out it was all his close friends and family. And that's how it all began with, with that relationship. And we started doing private shows. Then he said, come on out and be on my show, uh, Guys Grocery Games, which we went out and filmed for a week. And we filmed all these hours. And we were, like, on the show for a couple minutes and everything. But the owners of that TV company were the ones who called us for this. Ah, cool. So it's just one of those things where, you know, you might think you're toiling in anonymity or you're doing this. Someone's always watching, just like when we started playing those festivals and our agent said, hey, I'm booking all these bands. I'm seeing you guys on all the same festivals. Why don't you come work with us? And that's what began that process. So for every independent artist out there, any musician, that's how it begins. you got to go, as, as my mom would say, pray for rescue, but row for sure. <laughs> and that's a, and that's a lyric like that. That's a lyric we have in our new album that we just spent uh, the last two weeks in the studio with Jocko over at More Sound getting ready. Shout out Jocko. Yeah. Love that man. I just got off the phone with him. So, so when's that album coming out? Do you have a projected date? We're talking about doing something unique where we're actually going to put out one single at a time. It's, a, it's kind of a more modern look at it because nowadays people just want content. Mm-hmm. And if you put out a whole album, maybe not every song gets its own shine. But if we do it in a staggered way, then each song gets its own kind of love and, and chance. And then when they're all completed, we put out the album with an extra song on it. So we're going to be trying that throughout 2023, and there's going to be some cool stuff coming with that. Are you going to press vinyl like you did the last one? I think there has to always be a limited run, but what has changed is it's not as much about CDs anymore. Uh-huh, right. But vinyls are huge. When we tour, vinyls all day and night. Like People love its collector's items. It's also like you put it up as artwork. Uh, yeah. yeah. But there's just something about vinyls that have carried over. But it seems like CDs are changing. And then, you know, obviously... The hat, the hats, the snapbacks, the like that kind of the swag is cool. But for me, I'm seeing nowadays it's more about the vinyl record. So yeah, I think we would do a little limited run of it and get something going. Yeah, the thing that sucks about vinyl, it's so expensive to, to produce. But you know, if you got you get some people wanting it, then of course print it up. Yeah, we've actually have a good distributor with that, and we've been able to do some smaller runs and make sure we have them. So yeah, there's just something like, especially for Adam, who's such a vintage guy, and we grew up on this you know, 70s funk and 90s hip-hop and just the real deal. There's something about being on vinyl that is like, we did it, we made it. So, you know, Adam's always got crazy ideas like translucent, you know, with or all these different things on the records and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's really awesome to be able to make vinyls. It's amazing in this day and age to be a band and travel and get to do this. Like, And I, how long have you been doing day. this now? It's, it's crazy, you know. It's over 10 years ago that we met, you know, and it's just, and everything is one step over the other. And I've always thought of it like month to month. Keep it going. Keep the band alive. Keep it growing. Because in the end, longevity is the key. 100%. Sticking with it. Mm -hmm. Staying with it. And that's what I felt during all this craziness was what do we have to do to be stronger? How can I fund my own art? How can I make sure that nobody can stop me from this message and what I got to say? Because the world needs it right now. And I was able to make such powerful connections around the world and stay in touch with that, with all my people to make sure that we were able to do this. And I couldn't do it without my community, without my family. So sending love around the world. I know some of you are watching right now. Could not do it without you. So including this guy sitting across from me right now, Mr. Z. I can attest to the fact that you have been preaching your word long before anybody. And 
I mean, it's like you had a, a crystal ball or something because you're you're talking all these things back in 2017, 2018 about it. yeah about what was happening in the world with government and politics and the economy and just the world and pandemic and all that crap. And you it's were all talking, on the record. And you, yeah. it's all on the record. Go and you look can it just up. Go back and make them clap. No more war. Yep. Same mistakes. Mm -hmm. and, and what I will say is, a lot of those things: campaign finance, conflict of interest, consolidation of wealth and power. These are things that have been happening right in front of our eyes for years and years. So things like that, it's not as much that I'm Nostradamus. Right. It's more that I was seeing, and, and not only that, the way fear and um, division is used to, you know what I mean, uh, against us. And that's where I felt like, what better than art to bring those same groups of people together? Because there's a common universal human thread that music just taps right into. And if you can make music for all the chakras and the crown chakra, then you realize, because right now people are in these echo chambers and getting divided about what they think and what, it's like that's discourse and the, the future of humanity is through exchanging ideas. You know what I mean? We can't, that flow is unstoppable. And there are certainly people in power have hoarded lots of wealth for many, many generations and, and want to continue that. But, what naturally undermines them is this mm -hmm. conversations, podcasts, people talking. And I think in the end, they might want to slow it down and put the emergency brake on, but you can't stop a waterfall. And, you know, we are the next generation. And I always wanted to make music about that, about where it's going. And to me, I knew it would come. This time would come. And I knew there would be a time where my music wouldn't just be like some fringe, like, oh, that's a hippie dude talking about this. I knew at some point that people would start basically waking up and, and needing more of that spiritual fulfillment from their music. Just like junk food. If you eat only junk food, how are you going to feel? Same thing with music. If you're, you know, and a lot of these musicians got all political, and I'm like, where were you for the last year, 10 years when you were making music that was about nothing? Make music about something. Speak your feelings. Tell your truth. And that's why we found a home with the jam scene. Yeah. Because the jam scene loves to see you Solo right there, live, create. In the moment. And that's what being up on stage and speaking your truth and believing it. I don't worry about my delivery the same as another singer. I worry about looking you in your eyes and meaning what I say. Mm -hmm. And that's what is the delivery. That is the soul to the music. And I think there's something with the jam scene that they were able to see and feel that. And you're talking about these kind of sibient themes or things that maybe Bob Marley or John Lennon would talk about. But you're putting it over a nice hip-hop beat with internal rhyme schemes and flows and and watching the rest happen i mean the dance beats it's we went to electric forest we got to see that we came back we made the song other side that we just put out and we got a whole bunch of more songs coming that are based on our our journeys you know i think that's the reason why the jam band scene has adopted you guys is because of the sense of realism that you guys put out there and that's always been your motto it's always been your key i mean you guys what you see is what you get and and that's what jam the whole jam crew is all about you know it's all realism it's not like fake plastic type stuff you i know? love that aspect of it and what's cool is it's not only what's coming out of my mouth mm -hmm. it's adam's keyboards it's e-man's drumming yeah, yeah. it's their actual emotion adam shaking and bouncing e-man smiling and going like <laughs> tommy blasting off you know to me it's like that's what makes us us is that just unbridled release yeah. and anyone can walk in and say these guys are hitting. It doesn't matter if you're the biggest musician in the world or you don't even like music. you got to say, whoa, these guys are going for it. So, 
You're definitely going for it. Blessed to still be doing it, Brody. But (laughs) feeling healthy and strong and ready to have the best year ever. So awesome. Let's start it right. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to start it on the 18th of February. It's funny because I was just looking through my memories on Facebook and it was like kind of like five years ago to the day or whatever you guys had done one of our anniversary parties. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And like, here you are on on the podcast. So it's kind of meant to be, if you will. Um, Coming up on February 18th, though, we've got quite the, the lineup going on and it was kind of cool how we put this together me and you were on the phone for a while like hey what can we do here what can we do here who can we get and you really dug deep and getting some really great guests to come join you guys on the 18th well you 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 know you kind of set the bar for me you were like hey listen i want you to do something so special for this show that make it you know because anyone who's ever seen the stanley theater that place is so gorgeous. I mean, gilded with gold and the and the seats and the stage. I mean, it's, it's like something incredible. As maybe some of our listeners in Syracuse might have an idea, similar to like the Landmark Theater. You know, it's the same architect, right? Mm-hmm. So, so for everyone out there who gets that, like we're talking about the nicest theaters in this entire, you know, Central New York, upstate in New York, in literally the state. Period. Yeah. And so you're like, I want to do something big. I want to do something special. And as we started putting it together, we thought, okay, let's create the biggest Sophistifunk orchestra of all time. The biggest show with the most musical guests ever. <laughs> and then it had to be, well, who? And what are we going to do? And how are we going to do it? And everything just started to fall into place. We were just bouncing ideas off each other. And I think one of the key things and one of the first names that came to mind, I don't know if you got his I got graphic it ready. ready. I got it ready to go. But... You know, over the summer, we had the honor to play with Mike Ganser from Aqueous. Yeah. And that guy fused incredibly, you know, just an incredibly talented musician on his own, got a great band, but there's something about the way he changes gears when he's with us and knows right where to fit in that it, it, it changes and enhances our music in such a powerful way that it's not just about adding a guest. It's like literally upgrading and taking our sound to another planet and not to mention more into the jam world which people are used to guitars and things like that so there's just something with the synergy we have with mike awesome guy on and off the stage we had to get him over there that was step one right and and plus mike is such a sweetheart of a guy right isn't he he's just such a good genuine soul that i i love that man so much has he played with you before how many times a couple times or just once or we played with him in um he sat in with us in Rochester once, and it was so incredible yeah. that we had him come out to Funkin' Waffles in 2020. And then we didn't play with him until this summer again. And he was so great. We ended up doing a three-hour event in Syracuse out to, uh, in downtown uh, Clinton Square, and he was so awesome. So, yeah, that that's just one of those guys that's like you're bringing in the heavy artillery. You're bringing a ringer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So, yeah, there's just something with our connection with him musically – that even if it was just him coming, we're already we're well on our way to creating something special. So yeah, shouts to Mike Ganser from Aqueous, and thanks for uh, coming out and driving from Buffalo and being part of this. So we're looking forward to that. That's our dude. So then we were talking again, and we said, okay, we need some more names. Uh, you know who who do we love working with? And I thought back to our last show in Utica when we were playing outdoors um, for the the event we were doing. Levitt. Yeah, the Levitt Amp events. Yep. And we had Utica Royalty show up and rock the sax. So it was time to call up the man, the myth, the legend, Utica's own Sam Kinninger.
Now, Sammy is the man. I love his smiling face. There he is. <laughs> he is the man, too. And for those that don't know Sam, because we do have listeners from all over the world that watch us on this podcast. But for those that don't know, Sam started Lettuce, the band, the funk band Lettuce that's out there doing their thing. He also has played Soul Live, and he's been on stage with Dave Matthews. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. If you haven't heard of Sam, look him up because the boy is just a badass. Well, what's funny about it, and he also has the Sam Kenninger band that plays around here, but what's funny is when he came and played with us, he was kind of in a lull, like he wasn't playing out as much. Yeah. He was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll come, and he loved it and had a great time he with did. us. And, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of doing my thing. Lo and behold, a few months later, he's back in Europe with lettuce and doing all this crazy stuff again. I'm like, yep, I knew it, buddy. I knew you were going to keep rocking. Once he you got it in you. I remember the first time I saw Sam Kenninger was actually a 420 show at the Westcott Theater probably around 2010 or 11 and he was sitting in with soul live and played with them that night and he and i had heard all about him and he literally blew me away he was with ryan zoidis and they both with sax section and i'm like who is this guy and they're like that's sam kinninger so i had heard his name as a legend for years playing with e-man playing uh you know nikki glassby and and, and just Aaron long you know yeah. real amazing stories with him but Yet another guy you meet who's this legend, this titan, and then they're just super down to earth, super incredible. So to have Sam on the sax, I mean, that's Utica's heart and soul. That's the way to do it. You know, Sam and Mike already, man, we got a squad. Right. When Sam played with you guys at Levitt, it just put it over the top. It was amazing. And uh, people are still talking about that. I remember that we were doing all these up-tempo songs, and I had it so that when he came up for the first one, we did this down-tempo song. And he just came in and just shredded it. It was like he took everyone to, like, another planet. So uh, expect to rejoin that planet on February 18th at the Stanley Theater because uh, Funk and Friends <laughs> is coming in strong. <laughs> so then we were talking about we needed an opener, like somebody to get the crowd started. Absolutely. You know, as people are coming into the doors, you need, like, somebody to get the party jumping and started. And who else to get that party started, though? Great idea. He is the guy who brought us to England for the first time ever is a man I'm very indebted to for many years and someone who I would look up to when it, when it came to a lot of things, music. And, and the story I'm going to tell is when we flew out to Europe, we had to travel for 24 hours straight because we had some layovers in Ireland and this whole stuff. And we got there and we were so jet lagged and messed up that our this, this person who I'm about to name is... He let E-Man sleep in his bed, and he slept on the floor of his own apartment. Wow. Because E-Man had been so thrown off from the sleep and everything. He said, you know what? Get a real nice sleep over here. And he had all these other band members. We were about to go on a tour the next morning with two different bands. Everybody was in the house. And he just laid, threw out a, threw out a sleeping bag with the rest of us in his own house. And that is the type of person that, you know has looked out for us for many years, and that's why we want to send some love back. So shout-out to the homie Joe Driscoll. Uh, Joey D. Joey D. Spent many, many great nights with him at the Electric Company, too, back in the day. Oh, yeah. The guy used to tear it down, and, and he's a fan favorite. People from Utica absolutely love and adore Joe Driscoll. In fact, we were talking about doing the anniversary party you did one a couple years ago. Joe did our very first anniversary party back in the day over at Cavallo's, and what a party he brought. And it always brings a party. And for those that don't know Joe, he does this looping acoustic hip-hop, funky soul vibe. I mean, it's amazing what he does. So I'll I'll give you one Joe story that give I me like. a good Joe story. 
We were playing this thing at the Westcott Theater, which had just opened at the time. It was called the Big Break Contest, and we submitted for it, and we were going to be competing to be a band that was going to win this kind of package. And on, the, on round one of it, actually, my cousin had passed away, and I had to go to the funeral in New York City. And they said, listen, if you can't make it back, we totally understand. And I actually drove from the funeral to the round one of this event. And we ended up making it all the way to the finals. And here we are in the finals, and we're about to perform. And at this point, I had never met Joe Driscoll. But someone told me that Joe Driscoll was there, and did he want to beatbox with us? So we get him up on stage, and he beatboxes and raps with us. And we end up winning the big break contest. Oh, awesome. And it's changed the trajectory of our career. It was a really big help. It got us recording time. It got us a whole package we did. Uh, first time ever having real press. I mean, really was like our first like little leg up. And I, and I really was motivated by even my, my own family situation to even more so to go for it for music. And then here I do. I get to meet Joe. And he comes up. Now, Unfortunately, this ruffled a few feathers because some people thought, oh, we brought Joe and we cheated, you know, to win the contest. But as it was, the judges didn't see it as that at all because you have to play a full set, and he was only up for a few seconds beatboxing. But it was a great moment in Syracuse, and that's actually how we met and started our musical career. And then next thing you know, we're playing Boomtown and Shambhala, the biggest festivals out in England, and touring the U.K. together. And, and that thread had continued on to extent that people actually called it, when we played in England, the Syracuse Sound. And that's a true stat, that they would actually talk about the Syracuse Sound being Sophistifunk and Joe Driscoll out in England. And that so, really is a thing, too, the Syracuse Sound. So that, that means a lot, and that's why it meant so much to have Joe when we did uh, the Eli event, because Eli is the sound of Syracuse, and we wanted to shout that out, because it's funk, and it's rock, and it's jam, and it's hip-hop, and it's dance music, and it's all coming together here in central New York for a reason. We got New York City right there. We got the woods all around us. There's a reason why we are what we are and where this music came from. It couldn't have come from anywhere else. For sure. You know? And so that, to me, Joe is a great addition, and hopefully uh, we get him to come up and do a little beatboxing, too, and I don't want to give anything away. But, yeah, it looks like we're going to have some fun on February 18th. They were calling it the Syracuse Sound in the press out there in England? Yeah. Oh, wow. We were cool. really referring to it. I mean, and you'll, you'll feel that love. We were out in Portland, Oregon, and they were chanting 315, 315. So, you know, and it has to do a lot with SUNY ESF. A lot of people from there go out to Colorado, the Northwest, and a lot of people from Syracuse are all over this country. So it's just one of those things. Syracuse University, too. But a lot of people hail from this area and are all over, and they come find us, and they know that a little bit of New York is coming into town. I love it, man. So this is a great lineup so far. So you got Mike Anser on guitar, Sam Kinniger playing some saxophone Rock. with you guys. Joe Driscoll's going to open up the show, probably get up on stage, do a little beatbox, and probably some rapping with you as well. So you got you got three heavy hitters right here. All right. Like in, within upstate New York. Like anybody in the jam scene in upstate New York will know these three names. Facts. Absolutely. And right. Aqueous on its own is a great band and oh, Ganser sure. and that. And then Sam Kinniger, I mean, absolutely. And then Joey D is Q's. So here we are. We got a nice foundation. Mm -hmm. If you could put up that graphic right there of just the, the, the main one. I, I don't have that one already set, but you mean the it's on the this rolling screen? Yeah, yeah or, get, or get Mike up because I got to get You want our, Mike up? Yeah, we got to get our next round ready. I got to go to the sacred snapback. Okay. 
You go into the go into the snapback. Yeah. He's he's got a change. He's got a wardrobe change right now. All right. Here we go. And we're back. All right. <laughs> By the go. way, you're looking good, fam. You are. I saw I saw some abs going on when you took your shirt off earlier. I'm like, my man's been working out. I like he's been hitting the gym. Mind, body, and soul, my brother. You That's line what them it's all about. Up. And like I said, why are we gonna be standing on the other side? We gotta be standing stronger in all ways. So mm-hmm. respect. And um, here we go. All right. We got so the Fist of Funk magical snapback <laughs> that's going to give us our next guess. Here we go here. Slash from Guns N' Roses? No, hold on. I wish. No. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we are ready to rock. First things first. Oh, Okay. This woman right here is another member of Syracuse Royalty. Mm -hmm. She has played all over the world. She has played with Aretha Franklin, and I was just watching her play a clip with Wolfpack in Madison Square Garden. She is an incredible trombonist. She's an incredible person, and we're so happy to have Melissa Gardner in the house. Boom! Melissa Gardner, that's great, man. Uh, Yeah, she her... Accolades are huge. And she's like you said, Aretha Franklin. You can't folk pack. You can't else? ask for a Syracuse musician on a higher level. Yeah. Period. I mean, just literally period. And we have had the time to uh, to play with her, and we, we actually played with her uh, in Syracuse, and she was the first musician I ever saw who took all of our music and charted it out and was like made like actual charts with the horn lines and everything and like i saw our music and our songs written out like the way that like really fancy like opera music so i was like can i just have these just to like (laughs) maybe i gotta give them back to her now (laughs) it's time to start cramming melissa because you got a whole bunch of new music to play and a lot of fun to have with the gang so i just played with you before yeah just a couple times but when it came down to it we just thought it out and we were like you know what she is an incredible Representative, representative of Syracuse, an incredible musician and great person. She was actually at one of our shows recently. We were hanging out, and um, it just came to mind. Let's do it right. You know, we got Sam in the house. Let's bring the heavy hitters, and absolutely. So, Melissa, we appreciate you. Thanks for joining us. Does she have an outfit she's currently working with at all that you know of? She runs her own project, and you can actually go to Melissa Maya Music on Instagram, and she has was actually rocking her own band these days. That is really awesome. So, awesome. yeah, um, Melissa May Music, you can check it out. Um, and then let's go back to the hat. Let's go back to the hat. Back to the hat with Jack. And he's pulling. Oh, we got a big dog. A big dog. We got a big dog in the house. Yeah, representing. The North Country, way up there, that upstate New York where it's almost Canada. Yeah, this man is a monster, a beast, a gentle giant, <laughs> a friend, a homie. This is a special one, representing not only just our Pond Fest family, but the Lucid Crew on percussion, Mr. Lowell Worcester. Big Lowell, look at that picture. All right. Lowell, you are the man. He's been playing for a long time. The Lucid's been a popular band in 
the North Country for a long time. Are they? They're still like active, but here and there, right? They pick their spots and they make them count. Yeah, and they play some huge shows to this day. Mm-hmm. They just make them count. They don't. They're not out there doing too many like this and that. They go and they play huge shows down the Capital Region, upstate. So Lowell has been a friend of the band for a long time. And I do want to bring up that when we put out the song No More War, he actually recorded his own version of it and uh, made his own lyrics and sang them. And they were so powerful that we started the No More War Challenge and we had people sending in their own content and their own music to us because it was just like one of those things that's like he just set in motion, you know. So Lowell is an incredible percussion player. Anytime we go up there, he'll, he'll be like, oh, I'll come up for a song and end up staying for the whole set for the whole night. So to me... To fill out the sound and do it right, you need to have some percussion in the house. He's got a bag of tricks and a lot of different things. And Lowell Worcester is just an awesome person and a homie. And he was one of the first people to say yes right away. I hit him up. He's like, tell me when and where, buddy. I'm in. So we love you, Lowell. And thank you so much for being here and being part of it. February 18th, Funk and Friends at the Stanley Theater in Utica featuring Lowell Worcester. Love it. Of Lucid on percussion. So. Thank you. So you got like a whole orchestra going on now. Yeah, it's starting to grow. Yeah. But I, we needed more more brass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We wanted to keep it going in the brass department. And we wanted to bring in people from different cities and areas in New York. Because you got Mike. He's coming from Buffalo, right? You got Sam. He's coming from Utica. You got Melissa coming from Syracuse and Joe. So now we're starting to see what we got cooking. We got Lowell coming from... The Plattsburgh and Lake Placid, Saranac Lake area. So now we got to show some love to Ithaca, New York. I town, baby. Because without Ithaca, I don't know if we're a band anymore. Is that right? Because it was our first road gig, it's our first festival, and it's what opened all the doors. It was the first time I ever played a show in front of people who didn't know me, and they liked it. And I wonder if they didn't, what would have happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like one of those things that if you take 50 random Ithacans, they're a focus group for a 10,000-person festival. Mm-hmm. And if you can rock 50 people from Ithaca, then you could play any festival in the world. And there's something special about that city and something musical. It's true. And this name I have right here is somebody who cares so much about that city and that place that he actually bought the venue where we played our first road gig ever and resurrected it. It was just boarded up, and he he brought new life to it, and it's called Deep Dive, and it's right on Taganok Boulevard. It used to be known as Castaways when we played there. It's been known as The Dock and a bunch of other things, but I will tell you this. Without TJ, the, the Ithaca music scene would not be the same, so we are adding from the comb down, Mr. TJ Scopper. Damn, look at that picture right there. I love that. That's taken from uh, what's their big festival they have every year that you guys play. They do uh, barbecue in one of them. They do grassroots. Grassroots. Oh, my God, yeah. I don't know why I just flaked on that. Yeah, grassroots is like home base. We did that music video out there. This And, and actually, those are TJ's jeans I'm wearing in that music video because... <laughs> He was uh, backstage with us, and he had extra wardrobe because he had brought his, um, his his RV down there, and we were getting ready and getting in costumes. We had the, the models there. We were doing all these things. So TJ is the homie, and we appreciate you. So we're bringing some Ithaca, some comb down love, comb TF down to the Stanley Theater in Utica because we're about to throw it down with TJ. And for those of you scoring at home, yes, 
We're going double bone on them. Double bone, baby. <laughs> double, double bone. bone. <laughs> uh, it's hysterical, man. So we are in the house. Um, so those are our three names that we just announced. And stay tuned because we have a couple other guests that we're going to be announcing next week. Uh-huh. But it is going down for real. We are The orchestra is growing right now. Sophista Funk and Friends at the Stanley Theater, February 18th. It's going to be awesome. Utica. If we're going to come out and do it right in your most beautiful theater, we're going to bring the whole squad, and we're going to give you a one-of-a-kind, largest band, largest format ever of all time. Let's do it. So it's on. It is on for sure. Do you guys have time to rehearse? I know you guys are so busy, but are you going to be able to get everybody together to rehearse, or is it going to be kind of on the fly? We've been sending out different music to everyone to make sure they're all getting their parts ready, Uh and then basically it's about getting it together and the days leading up. And getting everyone just formulated. We're going to be there nice and early that day, too. There's going to be a lot of work to make it happen and bring it all together. But what's so awesome about us is you got Adam on the keys and bass and E-Man on the drums. And they are just, they set the palette. You could drive an 18-wheeler down it. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those things that we're one of those bands that can just change on the drop of a dime real easy. So it's one of those things that... We're conducive to guests, maybe more so than like a giant band that has all these different moving parts. We can just change and pivot and sway and flow. I mean, I always say our our music style is like matzo ball soup. You know certain structures and parts that will come. You don't know how much, how many, when, what order. I mean, a perfect example, we play down at the Blue Note Jazz Club in New York City. So everyone's chilling, sitting in their seats, sipping, you know, it's a late night crowd. So maybe at that show, we go into the dance portion for only eight bars, you know, or a couple measures, and then switch back, and people can clap and be like, wow, they changed. But then with the same thing at a festival in the middle of the night with 10,000 people, we'll go into that dance part for five minutes and go back to the chorus and back to the dance part, and maybe we'll have a, a soloist come up or whatever it is. Any night, you know, our style of arrangement is like an accordion. Even, the, you know, we never play the same song the same way twice. Mm-hmm. So, and we cater it to the room like a DJ would. So I think there's just something cool about having all this extra pieces around to bring this to life, and especially horns, because a lot of the music Adam had written, he always imagined horn parts. And then to me, to add a guitar, like we said, it brings you right to the heart of the jam world. And then a percussion is only going to beef up what E-Man's got going on in drum world. So right now we've set the palette. We're also going to have a couple uh, musical guests like singers and MCs coming that I don't want to give away. But they'll stay tuned and keep to Sophistafunk on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. And keep in touch with us because we're going to be making some more announcements as it gets closer. But this is just an awesome squad representing the state of New York proper. And let's do it right. You know what I mean? So there's something really special about Sophistafunk and those guys that they can bring all these musicians in and make it just so huge, you know, of a sound. If you're interested in tickets, which I hope you are, you guys got to come out because it's going to be quite the party. The description in this podcast, you can find the ticket link right in the description. So uh, click that link, purchase your tickets, and we're going to have a great party, man. I'm so glad this is really starting to happen. You know? I know. It's like February now. I'm like, damn, it's it on. fast. Because we're talking about it. It's all up in the air. And yeah. it just started rolling around. The winter came around. I got to go to Mexico over the break, and I got to spend time with my dad and oh, reflect because cool. usually I'm working on New Year's Eve. And this was like, you know, he's 77 and he's going through some health issues. And I said, all things aside, 
what's most important. Let's take this time and appreciate the people in our lives. And then, like, boom, here it is. You got these friends like you who I've been so close with for all these years, and they come to me with these great ideas. I'm like, let's do it. No time like today. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the approach to 2023 is, like, leave it all on the table who knows? Maybe we do this and it becomes a yearly thing that keeps growing and the guests keep growing and it becomes something special, you know, you, like, but you wouldn't know it unless you start the process. And to me, this is step one for Funk and Friends, which is just such a powerful blueprint for what's to come. And I wanted to just make like, you you know, I, I felt your love when you called me and your appreciation and respect for everything we had accomplished going on TV and all that. And you were saying, I want to do something big. I want you to kind of realize who and what you guys are. And that is what it takes is somebody believing in you like that. So you put that belief in me and then we built this. If you build it, they will come. So come on out. Let's, let's rock. Come on out. Let's rock. When was the first time you played Utica? What year was that? Oh, nine. I know we did, um, the Utica music and arts festival. Right. And that had to be around 10, yeah, 2010. Because uh, Hank and Cupcakes, that was when we met them, and we ended up playing with them down in Brooklyn. And I just remember, like, just seeing the music scene. And actually, at, it was at that show, there was somebody who was in the wheelchair right in front of the stage, and he was watching. And he came up to me after the show, and he said that he had a terminal illness and that he had been so afraid and and dealing with a lot of pain and a lot of anxiety and guilt and that listening to us play was his first time that he could actually release that pain and that fear and acceptance. And, and he had this really powerful experience. Wow. And I, you know, through the years there've been shouts to our homie Lisa out there who went through chemo every day and came home and listened to our music every day to cheer herself up and to get through it. And that's why we do it. You know, when people say, Oh, you're going to make it or you're going to make First of all, I already did make it because you think so. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's in the eye of the beholder in the end. What is it? What are we making? It's influencing people. It's changing our world. It's using art not as an escape but as an interface with our society and to actually affect people. Like I always say, we all have a very personal journey we're going through. It's very um, based on our own circumstances. Even what brought you into this room and what brought me into this room and everyone who's listening out there – all these different things influence us to get to this point, and it's such a personal journey what we've been through. But it's not happening in a vacuum. Mine's happening simultaneously as yours, which means I can influence you on your journey. So as much as it's so deeply personal, and that's why I just value the human and the individual and our personal freedoms and who we are, human rights. But guess what? It's not happening in a vacuum alone. We are all in this together, and we can actually influence and inspire each other. And that's what art is so beautiful. I mean, they say, you know, art de decorates space. Music decorates time. There are t songs that you hear that can take you right back to the place. There are people who talk to us about hearing us or, or meeting their loved one or their partner at our show or a certain song or a certain thing that takes you right back to Sterling or right back to Grassroots or right back to England. And that's what I'm talking about is like the power of music and putting that intention into it and creating something special and not being afraid to be independent, not being afraid to be different because if everybody's going this way and you're being different, then you stand out. If everybody's a DJ and you're still a live band, that's actually 
a counter, you know, it's a counterculture. If it makes it more unique to find a band that could rock out. If everybody's talking about nothing and you're talking about something, then guess what? You stand out. Don't be afraid to be different. Find your own lane. Find your own niche. Like, own it. Be what, you know, be what makes you, you. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. And what I just, and I'm, truthfully, I know a lot of musicians and, and creative people who think like this, but they don't necessarily put it into their art to tell everyone about it. And for me, it's like, I'll spill all the secrets. You know what I mean? <laughs> This is how it's done. I'm going to live for you on the record, and I'm going to put it all into my art. And I'm going to hope that it inspires you, that you come and talk to me, and maybe we come up with an idea together, or we do this and that. I mean, that's to me, is my love of traveling. And it's something that I think in this era of, like, TikTok, and everyone can go online and make music, and everyone can do this. People don't realize, go out and tour. That is the true equity, is these cities that you can go play in and go meet people and go bring your music right to their door. And, you know, and, and inspire them and change people's lives. And that to me is, you know, you know me on and off this camera, on and off that stage. That's how I'm living and that's what I'm doing. Yep. And I put it right into the art. And I always feel like if I stay true to that, then the blessings will keep coming and I'll be allowed to do this more. It's like if I give honor to that, then I'm allowed to keep going and making music. I don't need to be the richest. I don't need to be anything. I just want to keep going and keep saying this and keep it unedited and keep it uncensored and true, true to me that I can look you in your eyes and say those lyrics. Because if you say those lyrics and you believe them, imagine five, ten years from now still meaning it and believing it as opposed to saying something that you look back on, you don't want to even play those songs anymore because you don't believe that anymore. It's like if you can try to really meditate and make music for the future, then you can stand on that like forever. We're, we're touring on songs that are more poignant and prescient right now, today, Facts. than they were when they were made. Yep. And and to me, it's just like keep going. That's the secret. And And we have some new songs coming. And one of the ones we just recorded, which we have played out of some songs that have never been heard that we've recorded that I'm like going nuts about. And I'll even give you the sneak peek once we're done over here. Cool. Because they're going to be coming out in the next few months. But we have a song called Never Stop. And I wrote that song during a time when a lot of bands were breaking up. Uh, John Brown's Body had taken a hiatus. Dopapod, some of our friends were, were going different directions. My band members were having families and kids in their lives. And we were being pulled from all these different directions. And I wrote the song Never Stop to my own band, to my own self, to all the bands out there, to everyone saying, like, we don't stop. Sophistifunk keeps going no matter what. We, this vibe is never ending and we keep going. And the more that we can keep going, the more the dream stays alive for everyone who gets to listen to us. And we saw that echo back when we played our first show in Syracuse after being on TV and everybody was just showing up and the show and the place was packed and we said wow like people that you didn't even think about or people some people I didn't even know and all this they were just filing in to 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 give us thanks and that to me is why we do it that's vitamin c for us that's what motivates us to keep going we put our love into it you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you could come see it up in Syracuse when we're back but most importantly you know it's just no matter where you are even if you're just listening at home even if you never get to see us live can you take a little piece of that? Can you take a drive? Maybe you're going through a bad day. Maybe it's not party time. And you're just taking a ride. And you're thinking about things in your life. That's what it's all about. And that's where I write these songs. Is when I'm, 
out in a drive or, or reflecting, you know what I mean? And to me, I feel so blessed that I can do that. So I just feel like the more I give, the more I'm allowed to keep going and have people like you give us some shine and believe in us and say, hey, you can rock this stage. You can rock the biggest stage in Utica. Because guess what? If I don't have that chance, if KRS-One doesn't hand me the mic and say, you can do it, and then I see, oh, my God, I'm up there, and, and KRS-One is rocking, and I'm like, okay. Was that like an out-of-body experience for you? It was such a confirmation of, like, you got to cherish your small victories to anybody out there. you got to be your fan. you got to... You got to take these little moments and steps that you make and cherish them. You got to, because that's what motivates you in the end is like, not what somebody else thinks or perceives about it, but what you are watching and witnessing in your own growth and your own journey and your own story. It's like, life is like a Seinfeld episode sometimes. You know what I mean? Like everything goes against you just in that perfect exact way. But why? Was it because you were being shallow, because you were being petty, because you were being materialistic, because you were being negative? Maybe that was a great lesson. Like, you can learn from anything. You can learn from someone, with someone, for someone, despite someone, because of someone. You can learn in all different ways. I learn from everyone I meet, everywhere I go. You know what I mean? And that kind of approach, I think, is crucial if you're going to be an artist, but also for anyone out there dealing with mental health issues, cherish your small victories. The most you can ever ask of anybody is to try. None of us are perfect. We're all breaking cycles of trauma that have been passed down for many generations. Many of our our older generations were living in programs that are old and outdated with a lot of pain, a lot of violence, a lot of substance abuse. We're talking about things that have gone way back that if you can even just break that cycle, for your next generation or for your friends or for your family, then you're already doing, just by you not participating in that cycle, you're already doing a great labor of love for the entire world. And that to me is the key. And if you can make music that inspires people to do that and still have fun and still be cool and still be getting down, that's when you realize you can still go shake your ass and still have a fucking great time. You know what I mean? But, But you can still be conscious and mindful and loving I think it's one of the great disconnects. Even like, for example, a lot of people think it's all about, you know, and like how you treat other people. A lot of men think you got to be disrespectful to women to be cool. But the truth is, if you love and you open yourself up and love and honor and cherish women as queens, as equals, as the, the amazing divine beings they are, you get more love back. You Absolutely. get more feeling back. So... And, and, and what a, I don't care who you are. There's been a woman who's helped you in your life. You know what I mean? If you're a guy. Oh, for sure. There's been a woman somewhere. So what, don't spit in her face. You know what I mean? To disrespect women or, or a lot of what I started to see was people who come and they help us carry all the equipment out and they love the band and they're so nice and they're so good. And they're like the coolest guy and they're super friendly. But then you find out that they were on the dance floor harassing women that day. How dare you respect me and not respect women? You don't respect yourself. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's this, it, it's cycles of trauma 
because because in the end, men in this system are actually robbed of their own autonomy, their own balance, and we are not allowed to show feelings in certain ways that end up like we are internalizing a lot of trauma too. This is like the world needs to grow up together, and and I'm only bringing up that as a tiny analogy for many other isms and and schisms and divisions that are out there that we need to learn and see from each other. And a lot of that is through discourse, is through understanding, through empathy. We're stop playing into this divide and conquer. Go on your Facebook echo chamber. Only argue, you know, only talk to the people you think agree with you. Only be fed the same propaganda from the same sources that benefit from that and keep us divided. When if we all saw our interests as common, we could erase a lot of these systems of inequity that exist. And break the cycle. And they know it. So, you know what I mean? To me, it's just about art is just the way in the door, you know? But the truth is, is like life and what we're all dealing with. And we all go about it in different ways. And I'm sending out love to everyone out there. Even if you try today, that's it. Just try. That's all it takes. You're never going to be perfect. You have to forgive yourself for things you've done wrong. You are a descendant of a monkey just eating and living on this earth. You are an animal on this planet. We are finite. We are not, you know what I mean? We're all just people out here figuring it out. We all have our things we like, our things we don't like, things we like about ourselves, things we don't like about ourselves. But don't give up. Just to try is already the victory. Just try to be a, a little bit every day. Learn a little bit more. Love a little bit more. And watch it heal you. I know it's scary. But I say <laughs> to everyone out there, namaste, meaning from the child in me, from the, 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 the soul, the being of energy that will be here long after this body's gone, to the, to the child in you, that being of energy, hello. I acknowledge you. I see you for your perfection. Not original sin original perfection i see you for the divine divinity that you are a lot of this is programming and things we learn and hate them and dislike that and do this and do that and regurgitate this and follow in and fall in line with that there's nothing more powerful than using this to change your life and change yourself and unfortunately a lot of people who know this have kind of ball hogged that that knowledge to exploit us and to dominate us. But the more we democratize it, and the more we spread it to the world, that knowledge, that empowerment, that's what's going to save humanity. There's no other way. We're going towards it. Everything is just as screwed up as it is good. It's all here. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's a serious time. It is, you know what I mean? I am so deeply optimistic, and I'm more keenly aware of how messed up it all is. And I'm still deeply optimistic and spiritual. Why? What is it? It's a rugged, it's not kumbaya spiritually. It's wake up. Let's do this. We are in this together. Love the ones around you. Change the world in your own ways. Just by standing up for yourself, you can change the world. You're a beautiful man, Jack. <laughs> you really are. And I love when you come on. and Save it. I hope somebody sees this. A lot of people are, dude, love your positivity, Jack. Way to go, Jack. And Isaac saying, I wasn't expecting this right now. I'm glad I tuned in and speak your truth. And this is great, man. I mean, honestly, it's like, you know, like it's not this kind of positivity that's like fake and hollow and thin and thin band and, oh, we got to be good. No, that denies the darkness, the light that is in all of us, the yin-yang of it all. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying embrace it. Stare at the shadow. Stare at the subconscious. Stare at that which is you, 
This person up here, I'm no guru. I'm no anything. I'm you. Whoever you're listening to, whoever you are out there, I am you. I'm sitting here same as you. There's no elevated positions, and people use that. I'm an expert. I'm a this. I'm an unelected that. I'm a this. Like, no. Like, I'm a king. I'm a... We still got kings and queens, and it, it, this is like a primitive society still. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, we still got flying, like, deities and things that hate certain people and don't hate other. and we finish, we read this book, and we want to kill that person, and we want to kill that person. Well, guess what? The real truth is those books are actually trying to tell you to love each other if you read it close enough. And it's not about throwing, I mean, the organized part of it we could throw out the window, but... There is love and spirituality that I don't care if you follow energy and, um, and science. Guess what? Study quantum physics. Study, uh, you know what I mean? What The space-time continuum. They're saying the same thing as the clerics and the scholars. Ask somebody who had a dr- you know, dreams, near-death experiences, uh, uh, hallucinogens, whatever. You, let's put them all together on the same table and say, what is everybody trying to say? We're living the human experience. We're out in this planet naked little monkeys out here all together and guess what you know what i mean our shit stinks our you know what i mean we're gonna have bad days we're gonna have good days yep but what are we doing it for why are you going and doing what you do who do you love what are you doing what gives you passion what are you great at what can you give to the world go do it what are you holding back why are you doing this for some you know what i mean i've always said like if grandma's racist and you don't do something because grandma's racist, then you're being racist. Copy you know that. what I mean? Yep. Like, it's about breaking that. Mm-hmm. It's about breaking these prisons in our own mind. And you know what I mean? It's what better way than music? And that's why I'm here. It ain't an accident, Z. Mm-hmm. I'm an explorer, but I put it to a beat, and then the party comes together. And I've been talking this straight through this whole thing, man. Yes, you have. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what, you know what I mean? I've stuck to it. It's like, that to me is why Sophistifying is here and why we're still able even to have this conversation and sit here. It's just sticking to that. And I don't, care. Stop. I don't care how big we get. I don't care how small we get. I just know I'm still here. And you want to come see a show? Look us up and come see a show. And I can tell you honestly and truly, we have never done a show like we're doing on February 18th. I can't wait. I can't wait. You we've just ne- got me all hyped up. We've never done a show like that. We've never had that many friends on the stage with us at the same time. This has never happened. And it was your brainchild, Z. You, you lit the fire in me to make this happen. And I appreciate you, bro. But I'm being serious. We have never done this. And this is going to be, I don't care if you live in Syracuse, it's worth the drive. Yeah. This is a unique show that we have. I'm going to just go over the names again one more time. Yeah. Mike Ganser from Aqueous. We're talking about heavy hitter, guitar master. Guitar hero. Truly. Yeah. We got Sam Kinninger. Sax hero. Like Utica's like uh, Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? We got <laughs> Melissa Gardner who is truly represents Syracuse around the world with the greatest musicians on the earth playing trombone. Then we have Lowell Worcester coming from the North Country bringing a band of Vikings down here to just come <laughs> and hang out. He, that dude on percussion has the pure soul. And then... Joey D. Joey D opening the set. TJ Scopper. I mean, let's get real here. Like, and more guests to come. So stay tuned. But this is the big deal, the big kahuna. Funk and friends. 
February 18th, and we're doing it in the U. Doing it in the U. Utica. Ticket link in the description of this podcast. So pick up your tickets today. Get them because it's going to be quite the party. And get them ahead of time so you don't have to pay more at the door. You know, save save a couple bucks. You know, absolutely because this is an amazing thing and a once once in a lifetime thing. But you are supporting local musicians and people who are doing this. By the bootstraps every day independently, and it means a lot to us. So thank you so much. Even if you're just listening to our tunes, even if you just talk about us, whatever you do, we appreciate you because we're still here and we couldn't do it without you. Bro, I tell you, man, I am so proud of you guys and all your accomplishments and your travels and watching you guys on Food Network and wherever. You're you're all over the place, and it's truly amazing to watch your guys' journey and to continue to watch your journey. And it's going to take you far. You know, you you made a mention, too, of making it. You guys did already make it. It's you a, did. You did. There's not. It's not about the mansions and riding around in Lamborghinis or any of that. It's about connection, and that's what you guys do. You connect to people all over the world, man. And you guys, I'm so proud. Like I, I said, every it. time I see you guys on TV, I get up off my seat. Those are my boys right there. You know, I get so excited. I get hyped up. And you just got me pumped up, too, because February 18th, we're going to have quite the party at the Sandy Theater. Love it, it, it got me thinking of a lyric. I say, you are worth more than the money you make. Uh-huh. Figure it out before it's too late and your fears come true because it all comes back to you. Ooh. Ooh. And I can't wait for this new album to come out. Real quick, though, but after this is all done, what's some future plans besides the album coming out? What's uh, future plans for Sophistafunk? Well, first of all, even sooner than the album, I'm going to have a song coming out with uh, Roots Collider. That's a collaboration, Sophistafunk Roots Collider. It's Shout called, out, Will. Yeah, it's called Sound the Alarm, and we just debuted it at the Westcott Theater for a sneak peek at the Max Creek Show, and that went off, so I want to do something cool with that and get that out there. And so that's coming up first and foremost, and then it's just about getting these songs right, and then we have a tour we're about to announce out in the, the northwest going out to the west coast again and a huge festival announcement of a place i know that you like so that is like a, a big one out in the midwest and some huge things coming so it all's well in sophistifunk world but we want to reach even more people this year and we just want this vibe and this mentality to keep naturally spreading because you cannot stop it this is where it's going this is what these kids and young people think about and know about they are feeling unfulfilled from their society trying to fit their square pegs and circle holes and trying to beat them down and drug them and put them into these like you know mental prisons they are breaking out of it they are excluded from wealth unlike any generation before them they know what's up these kids are not dialed out on their phones and not getting it in fact they need that much distraction because of how powerful their minds are They're, we're trying to suppress them you cannot suppress the youth you can you cannot stop us, period. Whoever you are out there, you can't stop the natural flow of information. I dare you to try. It is going to keep going and going and going un- ad infinitum. I am just a vessel, and there will be more me's after me. And that's the realest truth there is. And fact. if I can inspire one more of them, then I'm already doing my job. So I'll see you out there, everybody, on the road, and you can meet this person, and you can sp- spread that vibe. But that's what we'll always be is just human beings who are blessed to make music, and we come up with these cool ideas like getting a whole bunch of our friends together on stage up in Utica, and next thing you know, we're chilling on the podcast. And then one day, it's going to be passed, and we'll be working on something else. You know, that's the that's the beauty of it all. But to me, it's like every day is important, every show is important, 
and we have never done one quite like this. God, so. I can't wait. It's going to be a great time. And good job putting this whole lineup together, man. It's been cool. Where can people check you out online if they're interested in checking out your music? First of all, SophistaFunkBand.com, and then all that good stuff on all the social media. But in the end, you know, wherever you get it, wherever you hear it, just bring that, spread that vibe. That's all I could say. It's going gonna, it's gonna to last a lot longer than us. But, you know, do your part. We're breaking cycles of trauma. I see you out there, universe. Keep on going and inspire these kids, and let's change the world together. I and, love you, Jeff let's, Brown. Let's funk out while we do it. That's I love it, you too, Z, since day it. one. So make sure you guys get your tickets. It's February 18th at the Stanley Theater. Sophista Funk and Friends. Shout out to my sponsors. Thank you to Chillin' with the Rick. Ballsyballwash.com. Use promo code members only. Get you some hygiene for your groin area. I'm telling you, Nut Rub changed my life, bro. You bring Nut Rub to one of those festivals that you're about to announce, and it will change everybody's life because you're not dealing with friction. You're not swamp ass, any of that stuff. It will change your life. I'm That's why I like that. You, you know... You're not only a, uh, a endorser, but you're a, you are a client. Oh, I'm a client for sure. <laughs> I love that stuff. Uh, big client of Saranac as well in Utica Coffee. I love my friends over at Joey's at 307, 307 Mohawk Street. Thank you to EJA Moving Services for always uh, being with us from day one, man. They've been with us on this podcast Spec. since day one, so I love those guys. And also, don't forget one more time, Sophista Funk and Friends at the Stanley Theater, Saturday, February 18th, featuring Mike Ganser from Aqueous, Sam Kinderger, Joe Driscoll, and we made the announcement and the whole list of lineups melissa garnier lol tj that's gonna be a great time man yeah and, and more to be announced and i got one last thing to say before we yes tell everyone goodbye not only just independent artists and local musicians support local podcasts independent podcasts like disruption network like ec radio it's local music monday you gotta understand that Z has been putting his heart and soul into this ever since the EC closed its doors. He's he had the foresight to get into this, and he gives us a, a mouthpiece and a, and this is independent radio. This is what it's all about. So just support local. I don't care if it's the guy down the street who makes a little thing or the lady over here. Support local. Support each other. That's what it's going to take. And uh, yeah, keep it keep it real. Peace, everyone. You're the man, Jack. You guys all have yourself a good day. Later. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to contribute and help with the cost of the producing this podcast, you can hit our virtual tip jar on Venmo at XYTODA. Please subscribe on all our podcast platforms. Follow, like, and subscribe all things Disruption Network on social media. And visit our website, disruptionnetwork.net. <laughs>